Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sempia, right here on SAFM. It is 24 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Zweli Martin-Lamini, who is the editor of the Swaziland News. Voters in Eswadini are casting their ballots today in a parliamentary election. However, some political analysts say that the outcome of this election is not really that important, as that they argue that the country's Tinkundla elections are not democratic. Political parties have been banned in Eswadini since 1973, forcing individuals seeking elected positions to run as independent candidates in the parliamentary um, elections, which uh, happen every five years. For more on this, Zueli Martin-Lamini now joining us on the line. Uh, Zueli Martin-Lamini, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, just quickly speak to us about how exactly it is that these elections work, the, the process around it, because in South Africa, we speak about a parliamentary, a, a democratic parliamentary election that, that take place. But of course, with ours, you vote for a political party, and then the political party um, then deploys their people to those seats that have been allocated or that the seats that have been secured by the political party. But in Eswatini, it works differently. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Adam. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course, in Eswatini, um, the Tinkunla system of government that is opposing the parliamentary election that I product has been widely condemned as undemocratic in the sense that say, political parties are banned from participating. Uh, in fact, they were banned in 1973 uh, through the King's proclamation, and the King uh, assumed all executive powers, judicial and legislative powers, and that absolute powers were then inherited by the current King, King of the Pratt. So, as the situation is done, people are voting, but uh, there are no significance of these elections because. Uh, even those who will win will not form a government, but they will submit to the authority of the king. So, so what happens then? They get elected into these positions, and they then make recommendations to uh, to, 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 to the king. But in terms of consensus that's been driven with inside the parliament itself, in Dinkundla, how, how does it work? Like, 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 is there a majority rule at all? Um, the, the, the entire parliament, we can certainly say that it is controlled by the king. Because what, what actually happens, the people elect uh, 59 MPs, and then the king will, will come out with uh, 10 MPs, uh, which means upon 10 MPs from the House of Assembly, because there are two houses of parliament, the Senate and the House of Assembly, and the Senate is the upper house or the most senior house. In the most senior house, there are 30 senators, the king appoints 20, and that means again the majority of the house that is much senior and at the House of Assembly. And whenever the bills or pieces of legislation are discussed or debated, and the, the Senate will have the final say before the king has signed. But even if the whole house can vote to pass a law, if the king is not happy about that piece of legislation or bill, then the king can vote for the whole bill to parliament. So all the powers in the whole system are vested upon the king. 
Okay. Um, speak to us then about the current political environment heading into these elections as well. And we know about the pro-democracy protests that had been taking place. But what's the environment like currently and what are the electoral observers saying, looking at SEDEC as well being part of the electoral observer missions? At the moment, uh, the, the political environment is peaceful. People are voting. But of course, there's been calls from inside and outside the strategy for a political dialogue. And the king, when I say he will consider on this dialogue after the election, and we're not sure if that will eventually happen. So for now, there are no protests. People are voting. And we're not sure if, if the uh, environment will remain peaceful in the next few months if the king and then the other part is um, remember that Sadek had sent a mission to Eswatini. Um, I remember it was uh, Jeff Khadebe, uh, the former minister here in South Africa. Uh, would, would what was discussed during that mission be part of what we see as part of the electoral process at all? Uh, what was discussed in that uh, fact-finding mission, the public released a report, a preliminary report, and that report suggested that the SRTM must consider holding a political dialogue. And part of that report, there were timelines and the recommendations how that dialogue could be held. It was an all-inclusive uh, dialogue. Uh, whereby all political players uh, were called upon to come together to the negotiating table to discuss the political future of the country. But Kim Swati then released on the promise because he was supposed to hold the dialogue around 2021, but uh, he kept on postponing. Sometimes uh, he would refuse to appear before Sadat Kertrota uh, to give an update of what was happening inside Swati in terms of security. And then they are standing decided to hold the elections. But if you can just analyze the whole situation now, we're just pushing for buying time so that you can hold the election. And by so doing, uh, you are sure that uh, you will gain another five years, claiming that uh, uh, if there are some political changes or political dialogue, then it must be before or after uh, 2028. We're not sure if this will happen. Because the political tension is not yet over, but uh, it tells that people are hoping for a political dialogue. Thank you so much for your time. That is Azueli Martin Lamini, editor of Swaziland News. It is a minute after half past three. Time for the news headlines.